We're back at it again. It is another week. It is a new month. It is a Sunday. It is a good time. And yeah. welcome <laughs> to Earworm. I'm Mimi. And I'm Keegan. And <laughs> yeah, and this is Earworms, as you guys know, a podcast, podcast for things that you just can't seem to get out of your head. Uh, yeah. who's gonna go first this week? Oh. Are you <laughs> don't kick the table. table so hard. <laughs> um, uh, I'll okay? be going <laughs> I think I'm okay. I'll okay. be going first this week. Before I start, I just want to share a cute thing. We now have two dogs. We have a pug with a squished face and a dachshund mixed with not a squished face. And our pug likes licking our dachshund. And today, to get Keegan to deter our pug from licking our dachshund, he told the pug, hey, just because she has a face doesn't mean you get to eat it. (laughs) Yeah, because he likes biting her mouth. And she's very tolerant of that for some reason right now. She is 12 and he is 1, so... She's very tolerant if she allows anything. <laughs> yeah. But they're both good dogs, <laughs> and I love both of them. So uh, who's going I'm first? I'm going you first. You are going yes. first. Okay, so, that's what it was. <laughs> a new movie came out, and I am in love with it. I'm going to buy it when it comes out on CD. The movie is called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Yes, 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 and it's very good. I love it, too. <laughs> I'm we, so glad you're talking about this. We went and watched it this week. Um, I, If you're able to watch it, I hope you are. It only came out to limited theaters, so we had to drive 30 minutes out to go watch it since it wasn't showing in our town. Um, but, yeah, the movie's amazing. The movie features actor Michelle Yeoh. She is in Crazy Rich Asians. She's, like, the... I don't want to call her prissy, but I can't think of another word. The but mean mom. She's the... <laughs> Um, rich mean mom? They're all rich! It's crazy rich Asians! <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, no, because there's one Asian that isn't rich, and that's the premise okay. of the movie. She's marrying a rich You're right. Asian. It's yeah. the one. <laughs> but yeah, she is an amazing actor. The plot of the movie, if you watch the trailer, the movie just came out, so I don't want to go too deep into it, but it's basically about an Asian... An Asian, an Asian, an Asian, an Asian. It's an Asian American family that is being audited by the IRS. They own a laundromat, and during one of the auditing meetings, the mother gets pulled aside by an alternate dimension version of her spouse and is told, "Hey, you're the chosen one. We need you to help us save the world." Um, it's really good. The movie explains the multiverse in a very approachable way. Um, very good. Yeah. Great concept. <laughs> Very good. And I think it personally does it in a way a little bit better than Marvel does. Uh, this movie kind of spends the whole movie explaining the multiverse, so that's really yeah. nice. <laughs> Which, yeah, I'm glad you brought up Marvel, because like next week we are going to go see Doctor Strange into the multiverse. And I think with the context of like this movie, which wasn't a Marvel or related in any way this to Marvel. This is an A24 film. That's the production team. Yes, yes. <laughs> um they, like you said, they did a really good job explaining the multiverse, um, so much so that even if Doctor Strange doesn't explain the multiverse that well, I think we could both go and enjoy it at this point and understand, oh, this is what they're talking about. Or anyone really can, if you watch this movie, 
whatever Doctor Strange throws at you will make sense. I, I can't guarantee because we haven't seen it yet, I guess. But <laughs> Yeah, and I really like how they approach, like, entering the multiverse in this movie. I think in the Marvel Universe, it's usually like, oh, someone casted a spell, and now we're in the multiverse. Yeah. And you're just like, wait, what? How does the spell work? Why is there magic? What's going on? They break it down to, a wizard did it. <laughs> <laughs> But in this movie, they just kind of explain that you can enter your multiverse self by doing something that you in this life never would, but that alternate version of you would. So it's like the example that they use is someone's trying to enter their like kung fu version of themselves. So the most likely thing that the kung fu version of themselves would do that their current self would not do is give himself four paper cuts. In between each of his fingers, too. <laughs> it's so gruesome. <laughs> <laughs> It's just very uncomfortable because, like, we've all experienced a paper cut. They hurt. They hurt so badly, but, like, he's purposely doing it. So I get those cool kung fu powers from an alternate timeline or whatever, but very cool, awesome, and then he can access it and, like, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's just really good. It explains the multiverse really well. It's... In a sense, there are two plots. There's the overall we-need-to-save-the-world plot, there are three plots. There's the overall we need to save the world plot. There's like the self-acceptance, like learning to become confident in yourself and where you are plot. And then there's a plot between family members and just family relationships. I think it is common knowledge, so I'm okay with sharing this, but it's cute because the daughter in this movie, the it's it, so it's about the mother of an Asian family, and she has a daughter, and her daughter is gay, and so it's just there are talks about that and her accepting, and in one of the so like the big bad person is going around and destroying all the multiverses, yeah, and when the big bad interacts this version of the main character, the main character makes a comment about her daughter being gay, and the big bad is like. Wow, even in this life, you can't accept your daughter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's very good. It, it makes a point, and it does it well, I think. And it's a pretty good movie, I think, start to finish, two and a half it's hours? It's two hours and 20 minutes. Okay. I will warn you, if you go watch this movie, it has like a false ending, and it's kind of split up, and the first part of the movie is everything and whenever everything ends it like fades to black and there are credits do not get up that is not the end of the movie (laughs) but like if it were the end it's a very spot where you're like oh like i'm satisfied with this like this is a good ending spot it has two false endings i believe because it's the part of everything the second one is everywhere and then the third the third part is all at once yeah and all at once at the end of that it is the end and there's no end credit or anything but very good endings for each of, like, the chapters or parts of the movie. <laughs> they do it well each time. Yes. I absolutely... It was just such a good movie. It had a really good soundtrack. The cinematography was amazing. <laughs> it's so silly. You can see it in the trailer, but it's, like, one of the universes is very silly, and it's, like, it's the same, but everyone has hot dogs for fingers. <laughs> so, in yeah. a mo- so in a world where you have hot dogs for fingers, you get really used to using your feet. So, like, people use their feet for everything. <laughs> I love it. I will give you a pre-warning just because this is a more family show and we do usually talk about more family topics. Um, this movie is rated R. The reasons, I believe, were strong language, um, graphic, like, sexual things, and violence. 
I'm going to break that down really quick. The strong language. Yeah. There weren't any slurs, yeah. but it was just like casual strong language, if that makes sense. Like a family's getting into an argument with each other. So they yell strong words at each other. Yeah. It was broken down like that. The part that I wanted to touch on, if you're 50-50 about seeing this movie, is the rating of like the strong sexual contact content. Yeah. It wasn't anything like a Fifty Shades of Grey, very like intimate like that. It's just the movie uses some props and those props are some strong visual <laughs> things. But it's all kind of funny. It's it's an artistic movie, so there are just some wonky things here and there. I honestly at the end of the movie, I was thinking like, oh, I don't really remember those but like sexual content because there isn't really any. It's just some body part props that they use. And then the third one is violence. I love how they did the action fighting scenes. I don't, I like superhero movies, but I also don't like them because I feel like the fighting gets very repetitive and it's like, oh, they do a flip, they do this. Yeah. <laughs> parkour, <laughs> parkour. You know, Captain America is going to throw his shield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in this movie, if you've seen Umbrella Academy, it's very much like, yeah, whenever there is fighting, um, it's like fun how the fighting is done and the music that they play in the background isn't serious Nirvana from <laughs> the Batman. The movie in the background, the song in the background is going to be like Frank Sinatra or things like that. Music you would not relate to a fight scene. Yeah. Um, Beautifully yeah. done. Beautifully done. Beautifully done. I love it. It has the family relationship part of it is super emotional and it really kind of like touches your heart i cried at a rock that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> yeah there's a scene with two rocks that you just start bawling at it's very sincere oh i will give you a warning just because i was thinking of my sister i do have a sister who has like epilepsy at the ending there is a lot of flashing I felt, like, oh yeah no it's flashing me off with and lights and flashing with scenes it does go on for five minutes or so i think that'd be the only warning i had just because that part did kind of give you a headache but it was done really well yeah overall great movie um if you don't like strong images maybe don't see it if you do want to watch it go watch it i i loved it it was good um really great actors really great soundtrack um if you want to figure out what the multiverse is like watch that movie i like that over any marvel explanation i also just not the biggest fan of marvel so that's kind of biased yeah but anyways going into marvel and fans and people here's keegan yeah what's up it's me your resident nerd here um so this week i'm not talking I about i was cool before i met keegan and then he made me a nerd yeah now i'm cool in a different way yeah Exactly. So this week, I'm not talking about Doctor Strange yet because I want to go, we're watching that this Thursday because you were awesome and got us some tickets to the showing after our classes that day, which Can is I sick. Can I share a funny thing? I was trying to like buy these tickets in secret. So I was in our bedroom. We have a two bedroom apartment doing like homework, but I had a tab open on my laptop where I was buying the tickets for the premiere. And Keegan walks in, because I like doing my homework alone because I can't focus if someone else is in. And Keegan walks in to talk to me about D&D, and he's talking to me. And I thought I was being secret. <laughs> but while he was talking to me, I very much openly just, like, switched tabs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I saw that, and I didn't comment on it. And I was like, eh, it'll come up whatever she's doing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, so this week, I got a little thing and let's see if you can figure out what it is from this oh, rubber ducky, you're the one. 
<laughs> I'm talking about rubber ducks this week. Oh, I thought it was going to be the Count Von Count. <laughs> oh, that's good, too. I'll do a short one with the Count from Sesame Street, which is fantastic. He has a Twitter. The Count Von Count has a, a Twitter. And every, like, every periodically day. throughout the day, he'll tweet a number, and he's just counting upward and upward and onward. Yeah, but it says, like, va Yeah. At the end. He'll do 3,418. va ah ah and that's the tweet, and it's great, and it brings a smile to my face every time I see them appear on my feet. And fantastic. But uh, my main earworm for today is, like I said, rubber ducks. When do you think rubber ducks were invented? What is the function of a rubber duck? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like rubber ducks probably always existed, but not in the sense of we know them. I'm going to give it a wild world and say 1462. Uh, a little bit too early. Um, it would be the 1800s is when they... 1846. 1800s is when they would come into being. <laughs> uh, and the reason for that is it looks like the that's when like we started using like rubber-like materials, uh, like vinyl plastic, which is what rubber ducks are kind of made out of nowadays. That's it's just... not an actual duck? No! Oh. Wow! Um, so rubber ducks are cool. They kind of just became popular because Goodyear of Goodyear Tires made their new rubber material and people were like oh cool let's use this excess rubber to do something and they just sold it as these duck shaped things the that were tire company made rubber ducks yeah around the same time not clear it wasn't them the only name i have is a sculptor named peter ganin uh created a sculpture of a duck in like the 1940s and patented it and then that's where it became the floating toy that we know of today with over 50 million sold worldwide. There are more duck, rubber ducks than people on this planet. But yeah, it's just super cool rubber ducks. I like them. They're a fun little toy. They squeak. They, You put it in the bathtub with you to keep have a buddy while you're taking a bubble bath and stuff. They were made super popular thanks to things like Sesame Street or... Uh, Insert other. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna pop go culture. back and edit a company I with a very not, monotone voice. I will not do that. Duck company. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, world's largest dub rubber duck is from 2007. It was 54 feet by 66. Is that the feet one in Sydney? By 105 feet. Yep. It is 1,300 pounds. It is the it is or was in Sydney. It just kind of they. They take it on tour. You know, they towed it around As on a boat. you do with the giant duck. Yeah. Ducks uh, came in a big way with rubber duck racing, which you've probably been to a fundraiser or fair game of some point with. You... I've done a fair game. I've never gone to a fundraiser with rubber duck racing. Okay. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's exactly what it sounds like. You pick out your duck, put it on the track of the water trough, and away they go and race to the bottom and whoever gets their first wins. Good fun. Good, good, great stuff. Some other fun duck facts is this one. So in 2008, NASA... Like like the space people? Yeah, the space people got involved with rubber ducks. So they... Let me back up a little bit. Before 2008, uh, there was, in January of 1992, three 40-foot containers holding... A lot of these plastic toys from a factory in China um, got into the middle of a big storm, and these ducks just got washed off the boat and into the middle of the ocean. So NASA, <laughs> at that point, was able to, like... It's an oil spill, but worse. Uh, yeah, so it, it was bad. It still kind of is, um, but, like, the little plastic ducks washed out into the ocean. 
but NASA was able to kind of track the currents all across the entire planet because of where these ducks appeared. They've appeared, of course, all over, like, the co this was in the Pacific Ocean, so along Alaska, Oregon, California, etc. But also, they've navigated it up through um, the Arctic Circle, through icebergs and stuff, and now over to, like, where, like, uh, Russia, China, and Japan are. Like, these ducks have gone oh gotten everywhere. <laughs> Do you know, are there still, like, ducks in the ocean, or did they pick all of them up? Um, they... It was a big cleanup effort. They offered $100... Um, per duck? Yeah, to anyone who discovered a, a floating duck um, along the shores so that they could, you know, come market, navigate it, and collect it to not have it be waste anymore. Yeah. This looks like since like 2007 2008 they're kind of all done with that for the most part like okay. there might be a stray one every now and then but like it was crazy so like they weren't it was the currents was like a cool thing but the really big thing was like the icebergs so like the ducks went up from the ocean up to the arctic circle got stuck in ice and then would move about a mile a day in the ice so they were able to see how quickly the ice can like melt and then refreeze with these ducks just stuck inside of them so if you're ever on the coast and you see a large quantity of rubber ducks appear it's probably from that same crash accident <laughs> ship from the early <laughs> from a couple a couple decades ago but the rubber ducks and they come in all shapes and sizes and <laughs> so can i ask you a serious question about the rubber ducks yes there are over a thousand different rubber duck designs. Yes. If you were a rubber duck, how would you be designed? Um, if I was a rubber duck, uh, I would want to be, first off, I would have a little cowboy hat, and I think I would want to have a monocle, if, like a Monopoly Man mustache, if I was a rubber duck. And if that one exists exactly, I think we need to get it. But <laughs> that's the kind of rubber duck I would be. So I'm going to turn that around on you. If you were a rubber duck, what kind would you be? Oh man, I think I would be a rubber duck, a rubber duck like with a Halloween costume and my Halloween costume would be a penguin suit. So I'd be a penguin oh, that's rubber duck. And <laughs> that's fantastic. Based off my search, there is not exactly a rubber duck like you described. There are um, rubber ducks with cowboy hats that have little vests, little boots, and the lasso, but not a monocle. Okay, well that's fine. We'll keep looking, I guess. Um, but that's kind of all I have for rubber ducks that are good. And this is a nice, short, simple, sweet one this week, I guess. Anything, any other questions you got for me about rubber ducks I could try to answer for you? Or are we gonna be good to wrap this one up? I would love to ask you more questions, but I feel like rubber ducks are kind of more simple in the sense of this is what a rubber duck is. Yeah. And this is what you would be, so I don't have any more. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's fine. Um, so yeah, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, thank you all for joining us on Earworms. Again, this episode hopefully is up this Tuesday. Ooh. Squarespace is having some issues. So yeah, if it's not up this Tuesday, our apologies. We did record it well before then. It's just if our website This episode was working. done at 5.58 on May 1st. If we're able to upload it on the 3rd, we'll see. But this is just a stating that we did record this beforehand <laughs> yes so i think that'll do it for now if you guys are interested in this please get the word out to other people to our friends and family who currently are listening to this hey what's up tell other people about it it's good we like it if you like us maybe you get other people to listen hmm just think about it um but yeah that's gonna do it for us this week until next time bye bye, bye, -bye.